Perak Zayin Mishneh Gimel. We learned in Perak Bays that it's permitted to smear a little bit of oil or fruit juice on the carbon Pesach. You can't you know, cook that in any kind of liquid, but you could smear it with a bit of oil or fruit juice. The Mishnah here states, if Sacho B'Shemen Truma, let's say a person smeared his carbon Pesach with some oil that was Truma, which of course is only permitted for Kohanim, the Mishnah rules, Im Chavuras Kohanim, if all of the members of the group register for this carbon are kohanim, then no problem, yochlu. And they may simply eat the carbon Pesach, since everybody in this group is qualified to partake of truma, they're all kohanim. In Yisrael, but if one member of the chavura is not a kohen, is Yisrael, well then it will be a problem. He will not be able to partake of the carbon Pesach unless the truma oil is removed. And the Mishnah explains how we go about removing the truma oil, the Mishnah says, If the truma oil was added to the carbon Pesach when that was still raw, wasn't roasted yet, then it's relatively simple to remove the truma oil. He does so by giving the meat a good rinse, and then we then proceed to roast the carbon, and even the non-coin will be permitted to have that. However, the Mishnah says, Vim salihu if the carbon was roasted, meaning they first roasted the carbon Pesach, and then afterwards added a bit of truma oil, but then rinsing it isn't sufficient. Once the carbon is roasted, it's more absorbent. And thus, to remove the truma oil, yiklov esachitzon will be necessary to peel off the outer layer of the meat. Now, Tosas explains that that's only if the oil was added after the carbon was roasted. If the oil was added before roasting, and then they roasted it, then there'd be no way to rectify the carbon for the non-Kohen. In that case, the meat would completely absorb, that truma oil would permeate throughout the meat, and thus there'd be no way to rectify that for the non-Kohen. You wouldn't be able to eat it. The Mishnah states further, let's say, let's say the carbon Pesach was smeared with Meister Shani oil. Meister Shani, of course, is the tithe portion that can only be eaten in Yerushalayim, so that means if a person designates a portion of his crops as Meiser Shani, or part of his oil as Meiser Shani, the halacha is, he has a choice. He can either bring those Meiser Shani crops to Yerushalayim and eat them there, or if he doesn't want to schlep all of that, he can redeem the Meiser Shani crops, transfer the holiness of the Meiser Shani to money, and spend the money in Yerushalayim on food, karbanas, etc. So ostensibly... The fact that the person basted his carbon Pesach with Meister Shini oil should be a non-issue at all. For, of course, the carbon Pesach is specifically eaten in Yerushalayim. It's Kachim Kalim. You can't take it out of Yerushalayim. So there shouldn't be any problem with eating such a carbon Pesach. But the Mishnah states there is an issue here to be aware of, and that is that Lo Yasena Domim Al Chavura. Whoever is arranging this, whoever went about actually preparing the carbon Pesach on behalf of the rest of the members of the group, can't charge the other group members for the value of the Meister Shani oil that he based the carbon with. Why? Because the halach is we can't redeem something with Meister Shani sanctity in Yerushalayim. We mentioned that a person doesn't have to bring the Meister Shani crops to Yerushalayim. He can redeem them. However, he may only do so outside of Yerushalayim. Once he brings the crops into Yerushalayim, he can't there in Yerushalayim redeem them. Selling this Meister Shani oil that he based the carbon Pesach with, would in fact be redeeming it, you're selling it, it's essentially an act of redeeming it, 
Therefore, since everything is happening in Yerushalayim, of course, it's forbidden to do so.